This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hani Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and happy Wednesday. Hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and excited for yet another show of Future Talk. Today is a very good day for a couple of reasons. First off, it's the beginning of a new month. September is welcoming us with wide it's open... It's officially... Uh, summer is gone. Yeah, apparently. Yes. <laughs> Still feels very hot. Um, but it's also a great day because we are celebrating lots that's happening in the tech world and lots that's happening right here on Future Talk. Uh, I, it's the tradition. It's the tradition. <laughs> Omnia makes me uh, a little bit shy every time. Thank you so much, Omnia. I appreciate I can't even look her in her eyes, you know. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit shy. Well, it is the birthday of uh, the co-host of Future Talk. <laughs> the one and only Hannibal Qis. I should be shy. Why are you shy? I don't know. I'm always shy whenever we talk about birthdays. Thank you so much, Omnia. I appreciate it. The best co-host a one person could ask for. And, you know, speaking of things You're that... You're one year older now. How do you yeah. feel? How uh, does it feel being 26? Are you 26? Yeah, 26. I feel... I don't... You know, when I was younger, I used to be, you know, a little bit excited about growing older. <laughs> but, you know, the more I grow older, the more like, man, I'm about to die soon, you know? Like, I'm one year... Responsibilities grow. Yeah, one one year older to my grave. No, but all jokes aside, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it does feel, you know, kind of weird becoming, uh, you know, more of an adult than I already am. <laughs> more responsibilities, and soon enough, I do have to get married. We're so proud of you. Uh, thank you, Omni. I appreciate it. Um, and we're very excited to, you know, celebrate your birthday <laughs> today on Future Talk. You know, that's how you know someone is dedicated. The best Future Talk, yeah, yes. That's how you know someone is dedicated to their job. When they have their birthdays and they're still working. Um, lots is happening in the tech world today. More specifically right here in Sharjah. As we discuss Sharjah Airport winning the best website award. This is something that we truly have to celebrate. Because whenever we're talking about websites, some of them are just not user friendly. And I feel like that causes a lot of people to kind of not use them as often. Maybe resort to other options. So, yeah. Yeah, I alt the foreign start you know, getting angry when a website isn't <laughs> cooperating with me. But Amazon has stopped telling people what they have bought in emails. And I never knew that was, you know, an annoyance or a nuisance to some people. I'm like, man, why is Amazon It sending- is annoying. How would you know that? I don't that? check it's my confirmed. email that is that is connected to uh, no Amazon. Way. Yes, I have like four different emails for four different things. Smart. Yes. Smart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So uh, Amazon will stop telling people what they have bought in emails. And, uh, you know, maybe let me check my email <laughs> while we're at it. <laughs> Lots is happening in the world of weird tech because we're going to be discussing a rumor that's actually been making headlines on the news and also in social media. The iPhone 13, there's a rumor going out there that there's going to be a satellite link that's going to help you make phone calls even if we don't have service around you. But sadly, this is a rumor and it's only going to be applicable for certain phone calls. What are those phone calls and how can we make it work? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. Yes, and Instagram is going to require users to share their birthday amid a youth safety push. Now, we do know that Instagram is trying their best to keep the children safe on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. And now we are going to be looking at a, uh, you know... Do you have your birthday on Instagram? Do you, did you share it? Like a lot of people publicly? don't. Publicly? Like, you know how when you make a Facebook account... Yeah, I think, I, obviously, I think it's been shared, yes. On Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram. Okay. I think it's hidden. I don't know how it mm. works, but I, I've ne- it never crossed my mind. Okay. So, uh, I think it's going to be a very interesting conversation because some people actually either put the wrong date... <laughs> I or put, don't put a date all together. So when it, you when I was a youngin, when I was like 13, <laughs> right? Youngin. Yeah. Uh, I used to use my cousin's year of birth. 
Ah, oh, so you can have an account? Yes, so mm-hmm. September 1st, 1989. Okay. Right? Way to play around Yes, it. 1989. So uh, he was asylum. He's my cousin. <laughs> you know, he was born in 1989, my big brother. So I used to use his uh, his year of birth to uh, to get into things that I shouldn't have been getting into. Well, now I don't think people are going to be able to get away with it this easily. Um, we're also going to be talking all about Toyota and how they're actually restarting self-driving shuttles when it comes to, you know, driving people around for the Olympics and getting them to witness them. Uh, there has been a lot of commotion regarding having self-driving shuttles, but they seem to have been resolved. And we're going to tell you exactly how and why. Yes, I mean, we got a lot in store for you guys today. Keep Pulse 95 locked because we're going to be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We are going at an altitude of 1,400 kilometers uh, feet above the air. Sharjah skies are clear and sunny. You are about to land at Sharjah International Airport. What's the weather going to be? Uh, Lasting 46 degrees. 46 degrees with a little bit of a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put the airport or, you know, captain pilot's voice to the side. We're talking about Sharjah Airport and how they have won the best website award. Now, Sharjah Airport has won the gold award in government website category from the Global uh, Global Excellence Annual Award, which does recognize the best in digital practices according to the highest international standards. So they had a very broad competition to compete with. And obviously, we came out on top. Absolutely. And what is interesting about this is the fact that there is no airport that is good as or as good as the airports right here in the UAE. We just know it wherever you fly. You'll always say UAE's airports are the best. Whether we're talking Sharjah, Dubai, you name it, they're always going to come on top. It's but so strategically located, too. Yes, you know? it's amazing. And it's so, I feel like, especially Sharjah Airport, it's nearby everything. Yeah, I mean, Sharjah Airport, you know, I, obviously this had to be planned in advance, right? Because yeah. Sharjah Airport falls right next to the university city. True. And we have, ladies and gentlemen, we have so many students who come abroad to study right here in Sharjah, the University of Sharjah and the American University of Sharjah, which is our two flagship universities right here in the UAE, uh, right here in Sharjah, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, Sharjah Airport from AUS is literally seven minutes, Yeah. right? And, you know, next to Sharjah Airport, there's a hotel called Centro. And it's I had very convenient. And a lot of students uh, uh, stay, there. stay there during 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 um, you know university days. You name it. Yeah. You know, so Sharjah Airport is so strategically located that my parents. I've traveled on Sharjah Airport. My parents have traveled on Sharjah Airport. My friends have. I mean, it is so close by. And by my house from Bahia Corniche yeah. to Sharjah Airport, it takes me around twenty minutes. That's nothing. Which is Honestly. nothing. And whenever you get into Sharjah Airport, the best thing about it is that you'll never get lost. It's very straightforward. There are so many things that you can enjoy, so many services. We've talked about a couple right here on the show. The ability to basically read any ebook for free just by connecting to their Wi-Fi. Now, Sharjah Airport's website also won this great award because they have been nominated by about 100 nominees from all over the world. And it was distinguished in several criteria. So they measured how good good this website is based on the experience of the user so the user interface the design of it the content the innovation uh, the public participation and different features and functions that they've been adding recently especially as uh, a lot of people travel in summer 
Yes, I mean, winning the best award in a website. Now, let's be honest, right? Let's say I have an inquiry about something. Omni is like, hey, honey, do you know anything about XYZ? Yeah. Right? When so, the flight is going to arrive, yeah. when it's going to depart. Or anything in general. So what or what what would I naturally would do? I said, hey, let me go check their website. True. Right? Whether it's Sharjah Airport or any other website. And, you know, websites are so important to give you detailed information about the place you're going to, what you can expect, uh, you know, booking flights, seeing flight timing. And, you know, Sharjah Airport has won the best website. So that just goes to show that this is the best airport website that you can find in the world. We're talking about the global excellence. How many countries are there in the world? How many airports are there in the world? Can't even count. There's a lot, right? And to be number one in website and the, 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 the criteria, Omnia, was not just airports, right? It was hmm. any government website. Absolutely. Right? How many government websites are there? I can't even count. Right? For the UAE only, there's an easy 100. True. Right? So Let alone the rest of the world. I'm telling you, imagine the rest of the world. So to be number one, this is a big, big, big accomplishment. And I'm, 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 I'm you know, I'm re-saying it again and again. Because just imagine the factor that you are number one on such a wide scale. Absolutely. And we know that the whole world has turned digital, especially after the COVID-19 pandemic. So no one anymore, you know, reaches for the phone to make a phone call and ask about something. Everyone just heads to the website. Now, Sharjah Airport's website is very easy on the eye. Uh, you can easily browse through it. There's so much information for travelers with very minimal effort and time that's taken for you to understand what you should be doing. They also provide constant updates if any flights are delayed or are canceled, especially with the pandemic. Uh, this has been actually happening pretty often. Let us know, have you ever visited uh, the Sharjah Airport website and what are your thoughts about it? What is your experience with it? And we just want to congratulate Sharjah Airport for winning the gold award in the government website category from the Global Excellence. What a fantastic achievement. Coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking all about Amazon and how they've decided to stop telling people what they have purchased. Will that help put our conscience to rest? Mm. Um, making us order more things without necessarily feeling too guilty about it. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. There are two types of people in this world. Those who check their email after they make an order just to make sure, you know, that they got the address right, they got the delivery right, everything is set in stone. And then you've got other people who don't want to find out exactly what they ordered so that their conscience does not start, you know, what is the word? Like uh, eating, eating them up yeah, alive. eating at them. You know who I catch all the time buying things? Who? My dad. <laughs> Because we all share the same Amazon account, oh. right? So I'm like, huh, Baba, how was that new shoes you ordered? He's like, how did, how you, did know? you know? I'm like, Habibi, this is my account. I feel like I feel like sometimes like I'm I'm the boss You're now. You're the dad, and yeah, he's I'm the, the boss son. now, right? <laughs> and you know, again, some people don't like that. Yeah, a lot of people don't like that. And Amazon is seemingly no longer mentioning what products people have bought whenever they email them about order confirmations. So this change was actually noticed by a workplace messaging app director. Uh, the app is called Slack. And she actually noticed that at the end of last month, they no longer send her data about you know what she's bought from the website. And this actually caused a lot of people to... 
You know, a lot of people were wondering how are they actually harvesting all the information about their sales? But in my opinion, I don't feel like it's an issue with, you know, finding out how much sales they're doing as much as it is, you know, f making things faster, making the process faster. I feel like they want to push orders out without necessarily sending out emails. You know, you've purchased this, this and that. I mean, it's kind of like a receipt. Yeah, right? I mean, like, hey, Hanny, you bought one, two, three, four. Here is your receipt. Here is It'll your... be delivered this yeah, time, I, I, this day. But, you know, a lot of people just look for things to complain about in life, yeah. right? Especially when it does come to Amazon. We do know that Amazon, you know, it's been under fire for a couple of years now, ever since they started blowing up big time. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Uh, a lot of people are saying this is coming from data harvesters and obviously they're looking at a maybe more complex figure or image or problem that yeah. could be, you know, started because of these emails. But uh, Omnia, how mm. many times do you order from Talabat? Countless times. Okay, don't you get an email? Hey, this is your Talabat receipt. Never open it. I don't I don't open it either, yeah. but I don't feel like now now I'm going to be targeted with uh, XYZ. Hey honey, you ordered a mean burrito last night at four AM. Right? That only makes me feel worse about myself. I mean, I mean yeah. So I, I mean, I feel, I feel like they're just, you know, sticking their neck out a little bit too much for Amazon, and True. they're putting their noses in places where no one cares about. And Amazon is doing the right thing, you know. Mm -hmm. They're not fighting people because who cares? You don't want emails yeah. anymore? No problem. There's no more emails because it's not a big deal. And they showed the public that it's not a big deal. Now I'm not defending Amazon. Right, we're always defending. Yeah, Amazon. I'm, I'm not defend. I'm, I'm more, I'm more of a of an Elon Musk type of guy, right? Yeah, I'm not defending Amazon, and I don't agree a lot with Jeff Bezos and you know the work ethics that are implemented mm. on the factory workers. True. But at the same time, man, you don't have to give you know problems for every single thing a company does just yeah. because you don't like one aspect of the company. True. It's like, hey, man, I don't like the way you talk, so. All of a sudden, you're 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 no longer a good person, right? I don't like the way you cut me off, honey, during traffic. So, so you're a So so not, you're a bad driver. True. Right? No, you know, and it reminds me of one thing, Omnia. You can do a million good things in life. People will right? point out that one. The bad one thing. time you mess up, people are like, I told you so, sir. He sucks. Or he never does anything. He never right. does anything. Yeah. Um, let us know. Do you go ahead and check out the emails that Amazon sends you whenever you've purchased? certain items off of the website and are you disappointed that they have stopped telling you exactly what you have bought our text lines are open 4215 do it or sign into our dms at pulse 95 radio coming up we're talking about a rumor that has been making headlines on the news and also in social media about the iphone 13 and its special satellite link capabilities what's that all about keep pulse 95 locked to find out more about it Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. <sighs> it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm like, why is Where he Where the mad? iPhone 13 <laughs> rumors start to come out like it's wildfire. <laughs> and I just sent Omnia last night on the Instagram. So oh, Omnia, yeah. <laughs> give a quick shout out for yourself on Instagram. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, because yeah, she has two accounts. She has a <laughs> Sorry, guys. She has a professional account and a personal, a personal account. One. I like my privacy. Um, at Omni underscore Aslana. All right. Yeah. So I sent to Omni. Which, but what was your pri personal account? At, without an underscore. Without the underscore. Yeah. So I sent it to Omnia's private account. Okay. I said, hey, Omnia, mm. look at this. We got the Apple announcement, which I do believe is September 14th. Yes, the 14th. So September 14th, we will finally know how we can burn our money. 
right? I will finally, I on my behalf, I will, I will finally know. So I, I always, you know, Omnish always thanks me. I'll tell you why. She doesn't probably won't say it, but she says it mentally. Because the second an iPhone new, new iPhone comes out, he goes and gets I it. I get it, and I give it to Omnia to play with it. If she likes, she'll get it. If she doesn't like it, calls, and I'll tell her whether or not to get That's one. That's what happened with the twelve. You know, I I I remember the, the saying, eleven. No, I didn't get the eleven. Yeah, you you had the X. I got and the then, eleven. Yeah. I told you it's not worth it. Yes, and I didn't get it. And then he got the twelve, and you were talking about the battery, and I remember I was like. Yeah, the battery is worth it. And I remember getting it and I was like, yeah, so yeah. worth it. So I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I should be getting, uh, you know, <laughs> stock uh, percentages. But the iPhone 13's rumored satellite link, you know, there was talk and I even posted on my story last yeah. night that, you know, at one point in time, you can use satellites in the space, in mm. the space, in space to call you know, Anyone, if you if don't you have, have service, service, if you don't yeah. have cellular service. But it means, but right now they're looking at how it just might be for emergencies. Yes, and this is actually one of the one of the forms of marketing that we tend to see with Apple. They will kind of advertise a certain feature that it's going to be, you know, for everything and for everyone. And then the reality of it is it's for only certain people or for certain things. And this is exactly what's happening with this new feature. So Apple does plan to allow us to connect our iPhones to satellites, but that's only going to be for emergency calls, emergency services where you don't have cellular coverage. Let's say you're hiking and you fell, something happened, an emergency took place and you needed to make that call iPhone 13 will allow you to do that. And that's going to be phenomenal because can you imagine the amount of people and the number of people it's going to be able to save? Yeah, I mean, 100% Omnia. Uh, you know, thankfully, I've never been in a scenario where I have to use, uh, you know, emergency services and I was in dire need of help. But you know what happens to some people? Some people go on hikes. And right here in uh, in the UAE, we have Jabal uh, Hafid. Um, yeah. True. which is located in Ras al-Khaim. A lot of people, unfortunately, they get stuck, they get lost. And, you know, the authorities right here in the UAE, they'll catch them within like two or three hours. You know, not anyone gets stranded for long periods of time. But sometimes you won't have, you know, cellular collection, connection. Have you ever been to Jabal Hafid, Omnia? Yeah, as a kid. You know, I always Back put my, 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 my feet in yeah. the hot water. There's a hot water stream and it's very cold. They say it's actually very healing. It has a lot of healing properties. I put it on my face. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, again, so uh, if you get stuck at Jabal Hafid, for example, or any other, you know, monument or, you know, outdoor activity right here in the UAE, and you don't have cellu cellular connection, well, you can use these satellite, you know, uh, connections and use it for emergency services. So it will pinpoint your location. That's mm -hmm. number one. And number two, because you are in UAE, yeah. right? Satellite will know that, hey, he needs 999, mm -hmm. not 911, not 992. Because I do believe in uh, in the UK, it's 992. It, is it really? I, I, no I believe idea. so. Mm -hmm. In the US, it's 911. And the right here in the UAE is 999, yeah. right? So automatically you will be referred to uh, emergency services. And we know right here in the UAE. Uh, they have remarkable they, timing. They, yes. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, they're also going to be allowing us to report what type of emergency and what exactly do we need. So let us know what are your thoughts about the story. Coming up on Future Talk, we still have lots to share with you. So make sure you keep Pulse95 locked. This is Pulse95. Pulse95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Before we talk about this app, you know, we gotta we gotta do it one more time. Why? <laughs> <laughs> 
Instagram today is celebrating your birthday as well. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. so I have to be shy twice. I got yeah. shy in the top of the hour, and now I'm shy once again. Ladies and gentlemen, my face is already a <laughs> tomato because of the heat. You can't, you can't. You, I mean, what? On a scale of 1 to 10, or 1 to red, how... How, how red are uh, you? <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a 7. 7 of 10? Yeah, out 7 of 10? out of 10. Thank you, Omnia. I appreciate it. Thank you, all the listeners, for celebrating my birthday as what well. What are the chances that Instagram will talk about birthdays today? Out of all days. Because they used to know I used to fake my birthday back in the day. <laughs> what? Oh, yes. Back in the day. True, back in the day. Before um, I was legal. Before you were legal. A lot, I feel like a lot of people have been doing that, especially mm. kids nowadays uh, with Instagram's new laws, how you can't necessarily open a public account if you're under 16. Let us know if you're one of those people. But Instagram will now require all users to go ahead and share their birthday dates, the honest birthday dates, because they want to kind of protect the youth, protect the youngsters. And this is one of the new features that they're hoping will create a much safer social media app for all those young kids. Yes, I mean, again, we do know that Instagram is trying to make it a safety priority. You know, when it does come to little kids or children under the age of Mm. 16 using Instagram, because unfortunately, there's a lot of child predators on these websites that, you know, Omni and I have actually talked about a story years ago, around two years ago. We talked about a story where, you know, uh, older people would use to talk to younger kids, Mm. you know, as claiming that they were 15 and 14 as well. And, you know, they would exchange pictures and videos of each other. And, and turns out they were like fifty-year-old yeah. people, right? True. This is this happens. But I remember Omni and I also talked about a new, you know, feature that Instagram was including that you cannot DM another person unless number one you follow them yeah. and they follow you, and number two, all accounts that are under the age of sixteen are private accounts. True. The, uh, Instagram actually released this new update yeah. very recently. Um, they also did explore building an app that's just for kids. So just for kids under the age of 13, which actually prompted lawmakers to go ahead and urge Facebook to drop a plan saying that the social media company had a clear record of failing to protect children on its platform. In my opinion, I feel like they're trying. And something is better than nothing, you know? Instagram did say in a blog post that they were going to be using the information to the information about your birthday or what age you are to basically give you the right experience depending on what age group do you belong to. So if you're a kid, let's say, mm. uh, 13 years old, yeah, your discover about page, <laughs> True. Or the discover page won't include certain content that does not fit your age group or your level of life, yeah. if that makes sense. Now, Omni and I, just yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, we were talking about the negative effects of social media and how yeah. it can affect your mindset, your mental health. Mm-hmm. And again, the Discover page is a very vast and broad, you know, area where you can be, you know, uh, it's a dangerous exploited one. to a lot a lot of things that might affect your mental health. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, in nowadays, depression is very, you know, roman- rom- ro- ro- romanticized. Romanticized. I don't know why the word was not coming out. Romanticized uh, on social media. You know, they joke about it a lot. And, you know, if you keep reading about something, regardless of what type of content it is, something in your brain triggers it to for you to accept it or for you to be with it because you want a sense mm-hmm. of, hey, I relate to that too. No one wants to feel left out, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people would say that when they go on certain platforms and they follow certain people, they would feel depressed because Mm -hmm. of the content that is being pushed out by set accounts. And set accounts would probably not be so depressed, but because it gains content, Mm. it gets them followers, it gets them likes. A lot of people would do anything for the clout. And this just goes back to showing you 
that our kids shouldn't be so, you know, uh, exploited to any type of content. And hats off to Instagram for saying, hey, if you are under the age of 16, if you're still an adolescent, you are going to be exposed. When I say exposed, I say not in a way, in a bad way. I say yeah, exposed like what to good content. Yeah. Hey, you just passed your finals. Hey, something to motivate the children to number one, do good in school. Number two, respect their parents. Number three, there's a lot of things that are required from children to do to be better people in life. You know what they say, start them off when they're small. True. And we've definitely seen a lot of people worried that maybe kids are not going to say they're on their honest age, but... I feel like at least this is a good step that Instagram is taking for all of its users. They did, uh, Instagram also added that they were aware that some users might enter the false birthday, just like we were talking about, but they are also developing a new technology to help address these issues. We wanna hear from all of you. If you have kids, at what age do you allow them to have an Instagram account? And what are your thoughts about this new feature that Instagram is introducing? So I'll be, you know, inshallah, when the day comes and I have children, right? When would you allow them? Uh, I'm going to use the motto of my father, Mm. right? My dad, he gave me a phone. So believe it or not, on the day and age of everyone was using Blackberries and all of that, I had a Nokia. Mm. And I had Baba gave me, he's like, no, not yet. Until when I hit the age of 16 or Mm. 15, I believe, I was around that age group. My dad got me a phone that connected to the internet, mm. right? But I was not allowed to have cellular, da- cellular data, mm. right? Just at Wi-Fi on, uh, in my home under, under my dad's supervision. supervision. Yeah, And I right? like that. I yeah. feel like, especially as a kid, you know, it may seem unfair at the moment, but it build, you know, these are the formative years. These are the years where you build your values. Even when it came to computers, I'm a game. I've told you I've been gaming yeah. since I was 12 years old. I used to game on the home computer, on the family computer, the same computer that my dad used. Why? Because obviously you can search my history, you can know what I'm doing, what I'm doing, and what I'm talking to, etc. Just having a person, an adult, you know, for overseeing what your child child is doing is going to give you a peace of mind and to know that your child is not making a mistake. True. And they know that they have an eye monitoring them mm-hmm. at all times. Coming up on Future Talk, we're going to be talking a little bit more about self-driving vehicles and shuttles that have actually been used in different Olympic villages. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about the Toyotas. Now, you know what? I always feel like Toyota, when I say the name, I feel like it is a it is a Japanese car company, but it says, it's like, you know, like, mm. how can I explain this, Omnia? How? I'm trying to think of it, like, you know, t- it sounds like a family name, Toyota, right? Like a Japanese family? name, Toyota. Like, really? Like, like, me, Toyota. Uh, right? Okay, like it sounds like a, a Japanese last name. Okay, a Japanese okay. last name, I right? I get it now. True. Now, we're talking about Toyota today and how they're going to restart self-driving Olympic Village vehicles with more safety staff. Now, Toyota Motors said on Monday it would resume operations of its self-driving e-pallet pods at the Tokyo Paralympic Games Village with a greater operator control and even more safety staff to ensure they did not hit any more. <laughs> What's wrong? That they did not hit any more people. Yeah. So they've hit people. They've hit people already. <laughs> I mean, this I'm not surprised though. So, so I'm, I, I've read this story before, but I, I can't, you know, you skim through it. True. Right. So you didn't realize like didn't oh, re- people re- died because of this. Like oh man, we're starting the problem because we hit too many people. I can't even imagine that they were even restarting it. And the solution that they thought of is 
let's put more support staff. This would help prevent the disaster. Yeah. Um, these e-pallets were actually stopped after one of the vehicles. They collided with... Uh, you, you, you think after on. one person, they'd be like, one second. Let's put it... I would say, let's put it to rest. You know, but uh, obviously people is plural, so a lot of people got hit. <laughs> Thank you, Toyota. Um, what happened was the fact that they, the vehicle, the self-driving vehicle, it collided and injured a visually impaired not just Come a on. Norm, <laughs> not just a regular person, but someone who is visually impaired. He was, uh, or she was, a Japanese athlete. And that actually prompted Toyota to come out in a YouTube video and apologize. The Toyota chief executive, his name was actually Akio Toyota. Oh, maybe that's why they named yeah. it Toyota. <laughs> See? You had a hunch at it. Um, but he came out in a video and he actually gave a formal apology. He said that the vehicle sensor detected the pedestrian crossing and activated the automatic brake. However, it also activated the emergency brake. So the vehicle and pedestrians came into contact before it came to a complete halt, which... I don't know, man. It just doesn't sound like a good enough apology. Oh, man, we're about to hit these people. Emergency brake, immobilize, everything starts <laughs> and it's still hitting the people. I think, you know, obviously this is trying to, you know, save face. I think it hit like good three people and then the emergency brake turned up. I mean, again, uh, this is why, Omnia, when we talk about autonomous vehicles and the conversation of it and the ethics and the safety mm. and the guidelines... I mean, Toyota Omnia, Yeah, they are a trillion dollar company. True. Right? We're not talking about, like, if, if it was Tesla, I would understand. They are still new into the self-driving aut- autonomous capabilities. But Toyota, they, they know what they're doing, right? So this is why when people bash Elon Musk and people yeah. talk about Tesla in general mm. when it does come to safety, you know, they have a point. True. Right, you know, I mean, if 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 the best in the business mm. is making mistakes, yeah. Right. What about Tesla? What True. about uh, Audi as well? And I believe Volkswagen. How can we blame them? How can how can we we blame them? Or you know, we should not you know uh, let them move as freely, and you know, put some because if you remember Omnia, I believe it was in Silicon Valley, California, uh, the driverless taxi. Yeah. Right. And even with a driverless taxi. There was a driver on the right-hand side mm. with controls himself. Yeah, right? who wouldn't let the car go. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't let the car go. Obviously, it was a testing or trial period. Period. Mm. But obviously, uh, Toyota right now, they do f- feel confident to restart their program. And I hope, you know, they won't hit any more people. I did laugh it off in the beginning because I felt like it was a joke. I mean... can't believe we're saying, oh, we hope they don't hit Yeah, I mean, people. you know, it's like, it's like Omnia, hey, uh, you're driving again? Yeah, I hit a little couple of people last time. But, you know, I, I'm in a better place right now. And I, it's like you with pigeons, Omnia. You mean cats. Cats, yes. Right? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> you know, so so again, you know, all jokes aside, I feel bad for hopefully no one was uh, severely injured. True. I mean, I don't think these uh, e-pod pods go quick anyways. They probably go, let's say, walking uh, slower speed, slower speed, pace. you know. But uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not a game. They, they, everything should be calculated. And and, and uh, Toyota, they did, you know, recalculate all the parameters for such, uh, you know, autonomous driving or autonomous vehicles. And hopefully, mm. we'll see uh, no more people getting hit. Absolutely. Let us know what are your thoughts uh, about Toyota and them relaunching these 
e-palettes, I'm, I must say I'm a bit worried about it because I feel like if you've injured one visually impaired person, what's going to be coming up next? Future Talk is sadly coming to an end, but you can catch us again tomorrow, same time, same place from 2 to 3 p.m. We want to wish you a beautiful day. Make sure you keep Pulse 95 locked because coming up is the halftime show. Yes, the only place to be at three with the man himself, Omar Ed-Duri. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, right here only on Pulse 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.